Welcome back to another weekly episode of Keeping It Real with Jalen. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in for um, another episode. I hope y'all enjoyed the first episode, which was the welcome. And thank y'all so much for all the love on Instagram, on Facebook, and on whatever other platform you listen to the uh, podcast on. So today I have a special guest, um, my first special guest, and it's no other than my brother. Uh, his name is Tyrell. And we're just going to be talking about fatherhood. This episode is being recorded on Father's Day, uh, June 19, 2022. Um, so what better episode to be recorded than a fatherhood episode? So with that being said, I'll go ahead and let my brother introduce himself. Um, and then we'll get into the episode. So without further ado, introduce yourself. Hey guys, my name is Tyrell. Um, you know, this lovely girl, brother, brother from a, I guess another, another what? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Go ahead. What's the question? A brother talk? from another mother? Nope. A brother from another father? There you go. Okay. What? What more fitting than to uh, talk about that today? So, um. Are you a father? Yes, ma'am. How many kids do you have? Four. How many? Four. Four? Four. Oh, what's four? Four? Four. What do you have? Boys, girls, or a mix Three of boys, one girl. All right. So, um, how are you feeling this Father's Day? You know, Father's Day don't get the same respect as Mother's on Mother's Day. Why is that? Because all we really get is either socks dinner and that's it on mother's day we got to spend us as men we got to spend all this money or whether it's on cards on gifts on taking out if not then the parent or the mother wouldn't be grateful for it okay so what it sounds like you're saying is that mothers get more respect than fathers yes ma'am okay and what 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 would you like to see for fathers on Father's Day? Like, what kind of respect would you like to see fathers get on Father's Day? Listen. Whether it's Father's Day, Mother's Day, or just, you know, every day, day to day. The same respect that mothers get. Which is what? A lot of people always break their back and say, oh, she's she's a good mother, oh, this, oh, that. But then when it comes down for a father and the whole eyesight is, Oh, you a weekend dad, or oh, you got the it's your turn. It's never. So let's get into that. What what is a weekend dad? Because you said you have four kids, right? Uh huh. So are you involved in all your kids' lives? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. So what is what is a weekend dad to you? And are you a weekend dad? Well, I recently became a weekend dad. Okay. For three out of my four kids. Okay. Uh, which was kind of. A hard thing for me to adapt to. Why is that? Because Prior to that, were you a weekend dad or no? no? I was having them through the week. Um, that's it. And I was just there all the time. And for for reference, how old are your kids? <laughs> um, my oldest is ten, about to be eleven. My twin boys, they're nine, and my youngest, he's five, about to be six. Okay, and so. Wait, I think he's six already. No. <laughs> In July, he's going to be six. My bad, y'all. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you said you recently became a weekend dad, too. Uh, 
your 12 year old or your nine year old or your nine year old and your five year old or or what my older three your older three yeah okay. my older three so yeah, she's not too good. Your, your niece is not 12 your 11 year old is 11 <laughs> so your 11 year old and your nine year old twin boys uh-huh and why was that was that i know that you said it wasn't your choice but why did it it was with my daughter. It was just uh, what was worked better for her, for me and her mom in order for her to get to school and everything. Mm-hmm. And then for my twin boys, their mother wanted to move to Lancaster to better herself. Okay. And, stuff. and so for uh, those of you who are listening who don't know, uh, my brother currently lives in like the Lakewood area. And so Lakewood to Lancaster is at least about like a good two hours. Um, especially in this LA traffic. So yeah, that's 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 a little push, especially with the way that these gas prices are set up. Um so yeah. Um so how how has it been being a father to multiple children? And how have you juggled your time? How have you tried to juggle your time equally between all of them? I'm not gonna sit here can. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. It's not easy, but I try to do the best that I can mentally and physically and financially that I can. Um, from usually I'm a big thing on spending time, whether it's just go out, eat ramen or sitting inside the house and being competitive on the video games or whatever little thing I can do for them at the time being, mm-hmm. which means like if they want to go to Boomers, Chuck E. Cheese, little stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, would you say that you have, like, you're able to split your time equally between all of your children, no. or do you find yourself stretching or straining uh, your time between your kids? I mean, I feel myself straining and stretching my time very thin because I have one that's at home all the time, so he get majority of my time. But that doesn't mean you know, he gets a hundred percent of me because I have to also be a father to when my other kids come and I also have to be involved when they have special activities or at least try to get to all their special activities in a timely manner. So how do you how do you juggle that? If let's just say all your kids have an activity going on in one day, how do you juggle that on top of work and on top of whatever other life things that you're dealing with so dang that's a good question yeah see yeah um so so recently one of my twin boys was running track then i have my son my youngest who was playing baseball and their things were on the same day saturdays um but the only reason why i didn't really show up to my son's game on saturdays was because I was taking them to his games during during throughout the week. And the track, I was trying to make sure on the Saturdays that I was off work that I would at least make it to see him run at least one one uh one 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 track one track one track me one one, one, track uh, one run one of the events that he was running. Mm-hmm. So I tried to make sure to make it there which was a a hard thing because they be there all day. Right. All day. Because with track, you you got multiple races that you're <laughs> running in. 
you got other kids out there in other schools and things like that, or other track teams and things like that. So yeah, those track meets are all day. Um, so when uh, when you would show up to to the track meets, uh, how did how did your son take that? Happy. He's happy. All of them would be happy to see me there, and I feel that they try harder when they see they other parent. Uh, so. Because when they see mom there, they're used to seeing mom. But when they see dad there and cheering them on, then that's different. They, they, uh, you can see a difference. So would you say that your, um, like one, your one, your your kids like biggest cheerleaders? Biggest cheerleaders and biggest criticizer as well. Okay, what does that look like when you say you're, you're their biggest criticizer? Because. I criticize them so they could be ready for the world, real world. Because people are going to criticize them regardless. So you rather than so so rather I rather them. criticize them so they can have tough skin than anybody else. Mm-hmm. So that way they're kind of ready for the world. Yeah, like you said. Okay. And then, um, as far as like co-parenting and things like that go, how do you how do you juggle co-parenting between um, your children? And their and their respective mothers. Jeez, you trying to get real? Um, honestly, co-parenting is a mission. It's hard. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it. I know people out there in the world got it harder. Um, some people got it easy. Um, for my daughter's mom, we didn't talk for the first five years. Everything was going through. My mother, her mother, or a simple text, I'm here. You know, we went through the whole court shebang, yada, yada. And now we cool. We could, we, we switch up our days. We do whatever. And we could actually have a conversation. So, like, for the people out there that, that worry about if it's going to get better, it'll get better as long as y'all don't worry about y'all put aside what y'all want. And worry about what your kid want. That's it. So and, how do you do that when, let's just say, one of the other parents are hella petty and criticize everything that you do as a father or, you know, try to hold your kids against you or some other bullshit? Well, I'm petty, too. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm petty, too. <laughs> but I try to be the parent that takes the L, be the one that always sacrifices my time, whatever, whatever my kids want, I try to sacrifice it. But I also explain to them, my kids. I don't tell them the whole thing on what we go through, but I try to explain on why certain things is in a, in certain ways. Now, you, know? you said uh, with your oldest child, my niece, you said that you guys went down the road, the, uh, went down the road before. Do you feel as though that was the best decision at that time for for uh, your daughter in that time? I mean, looking back, I mean, you said it, you got to speak for five years, but looking back, um, now that she's older, now that you're older and you've grown as a person and you've grown as a parent, do you think that was the best decision at that time? I feel like it was and it wasn't. The reason why I say it was is because we would have been titting for tatting on everything. I would have done something, she would have done, and it wasn't wasn't gonna be no limit to where it was gonna be, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, it was like that's when the person that you're supposed to have this relationship with at the time when you had a kid 
y'all start talking shit about each other. So shit talking. Shit talking. <laughs> so courting for the week. But, you know, I don't really let that get to me. And then what about um, the twins? My twins? And what? Co-parenting with them? Mm-hmm. Um, before it was all right, I guess. It wasn't the best. I didn't have to go to court. Um, but, you know, shit changed. So just leave it at that. Okay. And what about your youngest? My youngest, who the mom? How's co-parenting? Are you guys still in a relationship together? Co-parenting, we're in a relationship, and it's difficult. Why would you say it's difficult? Is it because you're in a relationship with the person, or? It's difficult when it's two different views on parenthood. It's two different eyesights two different goals even though at the end of the day we want the same thing it's just that one parent feel that the goal is better than the other and so instead of trying to work and figure out a good way to compromise on that it's instead of trying to figure out and compromise on that it's uh it's like just battling a wave you going trying to walk through the wave instead of it being calm Okay. Now, what are some factors? Uh, what are some factors do you think contribute to co-parenting being difficult um, with your lost child's mother, my nephew's mother? We're not co-parent. We we together. We, we right, of course. But, but like it's still said, co. It's still co-parenting. Yeah, it's still co-parenting. Out of it. Um. What need? What was the question? Like, what are what are some factors? that you think contribute to you guys having different to you guys having different views of parenting or raising a child or raising your child together and things like that. It could be race, it could be religion, it could be, you know, discipline, it could be a whole bunch of other a whole bunch of things. So. Well, you know, it's it, it's I think it's all the above a little bit. Due to, you know, on her side is the only boy. Mm-hmm. Technically, the only boy, even though you know they have other another grandson, but he's really the only boy, and so um, they want what's best for him. And then on my side, you know, he's my youngest, but I want what's best for him as well. And then you know, our parents, you know how our parents be. Shit, yeah, you know. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's transition into that. Do you have any support from grandparents, extended family members, whether that's aunts, uncles, godparents, aunties, cousins, whatever? Um, my yeah, I have support. My biggest supporter is my mom's. If y'all know my mom, y'all know. If y'all don't know my mom, y'all should get to know her. Um, my second biggest support is the girl that I'm with, my youngest son, mom. Um, she been a factor. A big one too, and then you know pops, and that's really it. Oh, and let me not forget about my lovely sister, <laughs> and and the great grandparents at times. Now, do you think um, having this kind of support, you know, 
betters your relationship with your children or do you feel as though sometimes it not harms your relationship with your children but sometimes your children don't take you as serious or yeah so i'm i'm grateful for all the support and all but when it comes down to you know the kids aspect they tend to not take my word as serious until I start getting on their asses. And that's when they know I'm serious. But it's just that grandparents ain't no, it, rules. It ain't no rules after <laughs> you been having having rules and then all of a sudden they able to ride their bike in their house. <laughs> they able to do cartwheels. They yeah. would walk hard, but shit, if we did that, man, our ass would have been grass. <laughs> all right, so you said you're grateful for the support that you do have, because not a lot of people have support. You know, some people have no support at all, and you know. And I think that's a fact. I think that plays a part in a lot of men' lives as well when they try to bring up their kids, but then it's a lot of they they parents or they moms their um dads would ever be like well you know you had the kid you figure out what to do and I get it I understand it but at the same time I can't fuck with nobody who ain't taking care of their kids I can't sorry go ahead go ahead no 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 finish your sentence yeah I can't fuck with nobody who don't take care of their kids now do you think that um I'm circling back to the to the topic of fatherhood do you think that um a man having support from his relatives plays a role of plays a role of him being involved in his kids' life. I feel like having a a positive father figure and and showing you on how fatherhood is supposed to be. Even if you're not a father, you guiding somebody, a kid, and you taking on that fatherly role, whether you with the mother not with the mother, it could be your niece, your nephew, whoever, and they father not being active, you could still take that fatherly role for them because they'll play a big part. Have you ever been a father figure to any other children? Um, you know, I've been a father figure to my daughter's older brother, and I've been a father figure to a couple of my mom daycare kids, mom and daycare kids, you know? Okay. And, um, what about in your life? Do you have any father figures that you look look up to or any um, role models, I guess, you look up to? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I have a couple. Um, Kevin Samuels ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> the Godfather. Uh, nah, my, my step pops, I wish I would have had opened up my heart younger to establish a better bond than what it is but now that I'm older and I've seen been through a lot and seen that he support and he be on my side when I be be figuring trying to figure out if I'm in the right or in the wrong when are when are times that you feel like you are in the wrong or in the right because I come off as brass and I know I talk a lot of shit and I know I go by how I feel at the time 
and I have to ask for a guidance and opinion and stuff. And I have to figure out if, if I was in the wrong or if I'm in the right, for instance, we could use, we could use something from my life on one of my kids situations. I could go on my daughter, my twin boys or my, Let's get into it. Um, for instance, we, we could go by punishments. Um, yeah, I'd be stern because in the real world, people don't, people don't, gonna try to say your kid isn't well behaved, misbehaved, but, but my thing is, my kids don't have to respect everybody as long as they get the respect back. They show respect first, but if you don't respect them, I'm not gonna reach out and tell them to tell you hi. That's just, and do you feel like sometimes um, grandparents or, or let me just say family in general don't respect that opinion that you have yeah people are not going to be used to my way of teaching like how I talk to my kids I talk to them and try to be as honest to them on anything like I'll be like Nah, not calling them niggas, but I'd be like, <laughs> you know, just just trying to make sure they have that open line of conversation. But still, if they have a family member that's not giving them respect, why should they show respect back? Okay. All right. Ooh, sorry y'all for the background noise. Uh, they're doing fireworks over here. Um, okay. Um, is there any word of advice or encouragement that you want to give to anyone out there, whether it's single fathers trying to play a role in their kids or single fathers or fathers that are trying to play, um, play a role in their children's lives. And if so, please drop it. <laughs> First off for the single fathers, this is what I'm going to say is fuck them. <laughs> that, that's, that's the word of advice. I always get fuck them. If they not able to show you no respect, you don't have to show the mother no respect only in front of your kid. Other than that, if they not able to treat you right and you've been trying to treat the mother right. And it's going to come a time where you just going to say, fuck all of it. Everybody could get it. Mama, grandma, brother, sister, whatever. Just fuck them. <laughs> you know, as long as your kid is straight, you good. All right. It's so. So, uh, and basically just fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> and make sure your kids are straight. That's it. Get your kid, pick them up, because at the end of the day, your kid going to remember you, whether it's a little bit of time you've been spending or a lot of time. All right. And what's, um, what's one song that resonates with you in your life or your mood right now? One song that resonates in my life? Mm-hmm. Or with your mood right now. It could be any song. Let's Anything see. Young Dolph. Let's right. let's go with that. Anything Young Dolph. Y'all make sure to check it out. Well, uh, thank you, brother, for being my first guest. Hopefully y'all like my conversation. We could do some more shit, too. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up another episode of Keeping It Real with Jalen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you back here with another episode.